Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. We're off. Good morning. Running commentary. Yes, and we have a guest this morning. Good morning, Sam Murphy. You well? I am well, thank good, you. Good, good. Sam Murphy, runner's world communist. 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 <laughs> Famous yeah. communist. Trying to uh, um, take down the uh, bourgeoisie <laughs> from, from within. <laughs> and uh, multiple author. I mean, you've written a lot of books, haven't you? How many books have you written? I've written seven books, My yeah. Goodness. Brilliant. It's a lot of books, isn't it? Mostly about running, and then I kind of ran out of things to say, so I did one on triathlon. <laughs> okay. So I'll bring in another couple of sports. <laughs> I'm interested in your um, uh, marathon book, because I watch your marathon book from start to finish. Oh, have you, have you seen it? Great title, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just think that having just done the marathon, I wish I knew what the hell I was doing. <laughs> so I need to, need to get into that. So what was your first... Your first book there. I mean, we're straight into it, aren't we? I mean, yeah, let's we, do we it. just set a little intro. <laughs> where, where are we running? Where are we going to run well, around? We're just running into St. James's uh, Park. Yeah, I just. I never really know where I'm going around these parks. I just kind of follow my nose. and uh, We started on the mountain, which is quite nice to see it with kind of ho- um, royal horses and cars. Yeah, I just keep going round until very I see runners. where I started again and then I go Good back idea. up the steps. Yeah, this is your normal sort of jaunt, is this where you come for a run? It is. We you're do usually, as a usual. as a team. We sometimes come to do speed work down on the mall. Like it. Like and it. Uh, yeah, some, sometimes I'll set a, a cheeky session and get everyone to do it. Nice. <laughs> Not what you run the speed sessions, do you? You kind of yeah. Right. Where where possible? Yeah. And you're quite a hard taskmaster with the uh, exercises. <laughs> come on. Speed well, session. Yeah, I think it can, it can get a bit boring when you're just doing, you know, 400s, right. 800s, 200s. So try and sort of mix it up. Do a, right, a sort right. of session that we call blended, right. which I nicked off Steve Magnus, who used to work on the Oregon project. Okay, yeah. And uh, so you're mixing up some short reps, and then you'll go off and do a tempo run in the middle. Good idea. So maybe go and do like 10 minutes tempo. And then come back and do some more of the short reps. 
But it's amazing how, how easy they feel after you've gone and done the tempo yes, run, yeah. you know, just kind of changing pace. It's good to get that variety, isn't it? It's it is. It's a context. Yeah, and to put them in the same session. Um, because that's what races are, aren't they? That's yeah. right. The you don't just go out and run at a sort of metronomic yeah. pace throughout no, the whole race. And even more fundamentally than that, I think, to a runner, um, I would say to a runner, this is my experience, is learning that you can run at different speeds and kind of use your machine in different ways. It's oh, a really absolutely. fundamental that's, thing. Yeah. Sorry, look at this. Oh, Storks. wow. Rob does this a lot when he sees things. He just stops. He's very could, into the birds. Could you name them? Rob, can you name the birds? They've what, got what, underhanging what, what, what Can you name them? them? Yeah, I know what they are. Would you like to tell us? Although I got it wrong. Got oh, no, I've just recorded myself saying storks, but those are pelicans. Pelicans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three pelicans just chilling out. Because in terms of the multi-pacing, Rob was... A self-defined mono-pacer, weren't you? For Absolutely. Ages. It wasn't until I ran with you. Quite a quick pace, enough, Over the long form of doing the, the, the running together and chatting and running commentary, I've learned to run slower. But it was initially, it was Paul to show me I could run faster. We were doing a bit of fartlek in Clissold Park. For a bit of fartlek. Yeah. He said, right, yeah. now go as fast as you can. I was like, well, I didn't know this was here. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. And what was funny was that you challenged me and I got to the gate and said, oh, I feel great. Thanks. And how do you feel? And you were like, I think I'm going to be sick. I'm going home. <laughs> I wasn't very fit at the time. <laughs> <laughs> on, on a base level, it's just more fun, isn't it? To yeah, run yeah, at yeah. Pace. Yeah, definitely. It, and it just. It up, as I say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with, with the people I coach, I sort of work on a. Because it's a group of people. So we have a system of like one to five. And one is I could do this all day. Right. Two is chatty pace. Yeah. Three is kind of getting a bit challenging, can only get a sentence out. Yeah. Four is tough, can only get a word out. Yeah. Slow. And yeah. five is just maximal sort of sprinting, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so when you're in a group, it works really well because you might be at your three or your level two, but you're running at a different pace from someone else. So everyone's working at the same effort level. Right, like, yeah, yeah. But their right. pace is different. And yeah, then It might sound a bit crass, but it is, I was going to say when you say mixing it up, it's kind of like jazz. When you say <laughs> you're in a group, it's kind of like being in a band. You're all... Pulling towards each other and, you know, finding that kind of space between you. Yeah, that's true, actually. And I think like, with the group, because a lot of people have become used to running with each other. So if they're a bit faster, they'll kind of turn back and do, you know, they'll carry on doing loop. their level three back to when they get to the back of the group. And so and I'll work <laughs> through again. This is really nice. <laughs> it's really this is good. more of a nature trail. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of birds, a lot of tourists. So you feel like you're a, a bit of a gang and everyone within that, that gang is working at their own level of ability, but they're not all having to kind of wait for somebody who's yes, slower yeah, or try and keep up with somebody who's quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mind you, I tell you, running this latest London Marathon, past the other side of that wall, by the way, the final 385 yards. It's so, so, <laughs> so nice, nice to be here, isn't it? It's lovely. It's really nice to be here without wishing. Without pain. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I did find, uh, I had this odd kind of double think with this latest marathon because it, was, it wasn't my fastest, but I felt I'd run my best. And I think that's because I'm slightly better at going a little bit slow. So when I got tired, I slowed down without thinking I need to lie down. Yeah. Which is going, just technically going a, a good thing. But in practice, it meant I went a bit slower. But, you know, it's because I was using, yeah, I was running better, running more sensibly. Yeah. It's quite a new thing, I think, to, when you get to a point where you can say that your best race wasn't necessarily your fastest. I yes. think that's a sign of maturity. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> madness. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> just, you think, I think okay, I really, I really <laughs> raced well. You know, I kind of 
held back at the right the point right place, and yeah. I did all the right things, but it didn't actually come out with the fastest time, but no. you can still take a lot from it. Yeah, and I think it's a, it's a, it's a sequel to that, because I don't know about other people, but for me, getting finding my speed, was, a lot of it was about kind of loss of innocence with it. You know, my fastest marathon, I didn't really know what I was doing. Kind of finished and thought, oh, okay. But then after that, you've never got that kind of naivety again. Yeah, because it's, uh, it's a model coming. you're working from. Yeah. I hate to be a contrarian here. Here he goes. <laughs> but surely you've got to say the point of it. If you, you, you want to run quick, surely, surely that has to be perceived. Oh, you might God, say it's a more yeah. controlled marathon when you ran it slow and felt a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to the next one, where I'm as controlled as I was, <laughs> but as fast as I've, I've so ever been. So what we're talking about is gaining knowledge, knowledge about yourself whilst yeah. you're doing it, yeah, it? Yeah. which is that's great. Right. That's a great thing about the marathon, isn't and it? And you can say that to because it more. you did a, a super fast marathon, but it was definitely a grown-up marathon. I, mean, I think we very much modelled on last year when you were saying exactly the same thing. It wasn't your fastest ever, but it was your best ever. You didn't crash out or anything. It was very steady. Yeah. And it was yeah. pretty fast. Yeah, it's but about taking what you've learned and applying it the it's next great, time. Everyone that gets the their own little methods for doing it. It's yeah, why I find it so yeah. fascinating. But going back to running a marathon for the first time, what would be? What's your one like headline thing you say to anyone who's thinking, whether they're like brand new to it or a seasoned runner? What's the marathon uh, mantra? Do you think marathon mantra? Well, I think going 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 to the sort of people who've never ever run any kind of major distance before I think one of the big things that people do wrong is just go to the marathon too quickly you kind of have to sort of earn your right to do a marathon I think yeah yeah the the sort of instant gratification culture people they start running they do a few park runs the next thing they're like oh I've signed up to do a marathon and you know they'll just download a 16-week program or something yeah 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 and okay you can get round if you're lucky, you don't get injured and stuff. But I just think it doesn't really do it justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a bit like learning a bit a of conversational French and saying, I've got a job, I'm going to go and live and work in Toulouse. Yeah. That's it. You sort of want to build your skills yeah. and then work up through the distances and then get to the place where you think you can do a marathon really well, not yeah. just kind of scrape round. There's more logic to doing catch to 5k and maybe doing a getting, feeling like you, you, you're in your zone at a park run and then working towards a 10k. You a know, 10K there's a, there's yeah. a logic to that story. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a sort of... I think people want, when people sign up to the marathon, they're signing up to a day's drama, aren't they? Yeah. People, some people are in a rush to get to the drama, which I totally understand, because yeah. if, if you're doing it five and a half hours or three hours... You're going to have a dramatic day, aren't you? Do yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, there's always a story Definitely. to the day. Yeah, they're but just trying to get to that, mag- yeah, just to get to that magical day. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but drama's, drama's good, but I think also, yeah, people these days are impatient. You know, yes. impatient yeah, with they are. What I like, pulling it back around to what you were saying about, um, you know, uh, um, running at different paces and the speed sessions and stuff, is that you were very much talking from a point of view of using that to find out new and different things about your run. Whereas so much of... Uh, Modern uh, interval training stuff is just about getting fit and thin as quick as you possibly can, you know. And again, yeah, yeah. like you were saying about the marathon, that kind of doesn't do justice to running in general. You're kind of running as running to kind of bully yourself into into a low body mass rather than for the joy of running. Yeah, and I think you need to sort of get to know yourself. So you, no, no program that you 
download or even shock horror that you read in my book. <laughs> no what? program. Well, except to your ones. Stop it doesn't, it doesn't know what your strengths and weaknesses are. It doesn't yes. know you're right, what, you're right. That, what right. that breaking point is where you're going to get an injury. It's it doesn't run, know. You can't say, oh, if you want to run a three-hour marathon, you have to do... 60 miles a week you just can't say that I know people who've, who run 40 miles a week who can run two and a half hour marathons oh, no, you know amazing, it's just it? yes, yeah. there's no kind of rule book which you have to follow obviously there's there are principles, principles. Yeah. and again that's why it's nice to run in a group and not, not only find out about yourself but find out about yourself from comparing it with someone else I mean, yeah, yeah. that's always fascinating for us because we have completely different runs but what we've done here as well is you've introduced the idea you also coach you're a writer and you coach as I well. do yeah so where do you coach where are you at um, I coach Rye Runners, which uh, we're down in East Sussex. Okay, right. Nice. On the south coast. And uh, and so you coach a number of people. You're the, you're the, the club coach there, sort of. Thing. I am, yeah. Oh, fantastic. I'm the ambassador. That's great. And, that must uh, be such good fun. With this uh, coaching, you're spoiling us. <laughs> <laughs> it's ambassador. Like in the forever rush ever. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I hope it's kicking off. And, um, He's up, boys. And what's your background with, with all... You've done your running, your books, your coaching. Well, my have you, have you, I mean, what's, your, what's your sort of background? Where did it all begin? Where did it all begin? <laughs> well, happened? I think where it began with running. I mean, my journalism was always going to be my thing. So my dad was a journalist and I was always writing from, you know, like, so as a young kid. These guys are doing a this evening as he speaks. Yes. <laughs> and I just always knew I wanted to, to write. So it was just a matter of you know, getting into journalism, starting off in a, as an you know, editorial assistant and working my way up. Right. So I was always writing and I, I had jobs on magazines. And then the running thing, I think, uh, I went to Australia and everyone was running there. This was like in the, oh, I'm gonna, this is in the early 1800s. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, so it's like 1990s, early 1990s. St. James's Park and we're going at the mall now. And... Uh, my I, my aunt and uncle who I was staying with, they used to go to the beach every day, and she would walk, power walk. Yeah. And my uncle is, would is this run. The uncle who got sunburnt yesterday. It's not. It's a different one. I've got a very big family. <laughs> it's a very outdoors culture, Australia, though, isn't it? It's, a it's very, really outdoors. Yeah. It's going to be there, isn't it? Yeah. Everybody, you know, everybody was outside. Everyone was active, and I, it really sort of resonated with me. So first of all, I was walking with my aunt, and then a few days. You know, I just thought, oh, I'm going to have a run with my uncle. The power walk became a run. Yeah. And that was really the start of my running career. So, career. I might detract that with no, that word there. But it, we'll that we'll let you have career. Uh, yeah, so I kind of, that was, I was about 20 then. And I, you know, I hadn't been active as a kid at all, like lots of, of women. You know, I'd kind right. of shunned sport and PE. Yeah. And men. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, so I sort of found this passion for running, and uh, after it feels good, doesn't it, when you find it? It does. It's like a life changer, isn't it? The well, first yeah. few runs, you, you come, you, you finish, you think, wow, this is the, this feels good. Also, this is, it's this is going to keep me going, isn't it? Talking yeah. about doing like PE and sport and school and stuff, all that stuff is absolutely great, and you know you're a footballer, but running. It's not the same as sport. I mean, obviously, it's athletics if you get to yeah, speed and yeah. stuff. But it's the mindset, the philosophy, it's a different thing. It's it a different is. Place, isn't it? It's about, yeah, because it's not about, you know, you don't have a responsibility to the team. No, and you it's don't have a personal journey. And yeah, even it is. It's very much about your it's own. Your, your running club or your marathon or whatever. Striving. They're all just ways of looking at your own individual experience. Yeah, that's it. 
Christ. Yeah, I remember when I got back from Australia, I was away for a year, and when I came back, this friend of my sister's, who was a, a, a runner, yeah, and he said, oh, yeah, I hear you've taken up running. He said, do you want to do this race with me? And I was like, a race? That'd be ridiculous, you know, because I just thought to do a race, you had to be... Yes. Like an Olympic athlete or something. You know, I didn't know that there were races for recreational runners. Race. I mean, yeah. this was like 1991 or something. So my first race, far from being a 5K or something, was this nine-mile race in uh, Greenwich. Yeah. <laughs> nine and, uh, miles? What a, yeah. Quite a funny little distance. That's that right. Was, yeah. So was it a wizard's race? I can't think what it was called now. It was the name of a person, you know, the something or others. Was it the double door? Nine-mile challenge. <laughs> Good and distance, though. I mean, did you experience of any of what you were just saying about marathons? What was your... I suppose maybe you were running that far anyway. I mean, well, how was it? It was good, yeah. I mean, I think I spent the whole race being terrified I was going to be last. And, you know, when you look back in a race and there's a bit of a gap yes. between you and the next one, and you just have this sudden fear. Well, you probably don't get this because you're fast, but... Uh, I don't get it because... You're I just like, oh, my God, I'm at the back. <laughs> and, I get uh, that in training a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but there were loads of people behind me. But And after that, it didn't take me long to, you know, get up to do my first marathon. Right. And I thought, there was, I thought there was only one marathon. I thought there was only London. And I applied for London. And I didn't get in. But right. in the No Sorry You Didn't Get In magazine, there was a flyer for the Luton Marathon. London, Luton. I was like, Luton. oh my God, there's Very another similar. marathon. I mean, you know, that's where London <laughs> Airport is, isn't it? Luton, Luton is a new London. Yes. So yeah. I entered this uh, Luton Marathon. So that was the, hey. the site of my... All right, mate. What did he say? Where's the gurney? I've got no idea. Yeah, I don't know who it was. Nice to see a bike shouting to me about a gurney. <laughs> but listen, he looked Maybe he said you were gurning. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it always looks like I'm just half gurney. An absurd scene. Should we cut through here? Are there, yeah. Is that, is that the palace? That, that, yes. Can, can we palace? get into Green Park? So we can go into this park. How stupid am I? Is that the palace? No, but you see, this is what happens to me when I come out here. I've got to take a picture of what... What Paul was looking at when he I asked. I just ended up not having <laughs> any idea what way to get back, so yeah, I just yeah, keep no going until I see here. something I recognise. No worries. Let a slight pause in proceedings as we try and locate. Very mysterious looking building at yeah, the end I of mean, this road. The big question is, is that the palace? What do you reckon? Is that the palace? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, what a stupid idiot. So, but let's get back to Luton, which yeah, is that's one careful, of my matches. Let's get back to, to the Luton Marathon. Here we go. How many marathons have you done now? 16? Yeah, 16. And the first was Luton. The first was Luton, yeah. Strangely not been back, but... Uh, any, good, any good Luton? Did it, was it fun? Well, it was, I mean, I didn't have much to 90s. compare it to. and yeah. uh, But it was, yeah, I remember it being nice, kind of, sort of fairly quiet rural roads, lanes, and... And your first marathon, so did, had you done a, did you know what you were doing, sort of, with the training and stuff? I'd, I'd run up to about 15 miles right, yes. in yeah, training, and then in the, in the brochure, the, the, the race pack thing, gonna, it said, if you have not here. run more than 15 miles, you should not attempt the marathon. And I was like, oh, shit. Hello. <laughs> but I was fine. Yeah. Actually, I was, a te- I was teaching aerobics by that point. So you're pretty fit. Yeah, so I could do three back-to-back classes of uh, 
you know, aerobics and stuff right. and stuff. Is, so. is that the palace? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it is the palace. I think that, that's the outhouse beyond the palace. <laughs> is it the back? So, certainly seem like a lot of people looking at this building. It's obviously of some importance. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's uh, Aldi. <laughs> I think it's a new... Uh, M&M store in London. I think it's about to open. It's a new Pret-a-Manger. Yeah. <laughs> that just shows how ignorant I am about London, doesn't it? Well, it's because when I you mean, come round that corner, time, you're normally going the other direction, yeah, aren't you? Is, is yeah, it the palace? Right? Do we know where it's the palace? This is Buckingham Palace. It is the palace. <laughs> it's Buckingham Palace. Buckingham. So this is, this is beautiful. Yeah, we're just peeling up, going past the palace up uh, um, uh, into uh, Green Park. This is... It's all one big park with a palace. It is, yeah. We, last time we were here was the third part of our 2022 miler for last year's London Marathon. And by the time we got here, we were in a... We I were, was pretty dehydrated. Yeah, we were quite irascible. <laughs> I don't need water at all. We were a little bit we psychologically lost. We need some water. <laughs> Stop talking to me. Stop. It's a shame. Uh, we always say it's good that we lost that third section of that podcast. But from this distance, it's a shame in a way because... It would have been some pretty funny stuff. <laughs> so, sorry, yeah, Luton. And that got you going. You'd done your 15 miles. Yeah. Was the, was the jump to 26 a hardship? It wasn't, too, it wasn't too bad, you know. I mean, really? I remember driving there. My mum drove me. And uh, I think I was 21. And on the way, we passed this sign on the M1. And it said, Luton, 26 miles. <laughs> and then for the next... <laughs> Yeah, so I half an like hour I was going, oh my God, <laughs> yeah, this is like such that, a long it? way. It's like, it's like the whenever I drive from Watford to London, I always think that, that's about a marathon, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Do you remember imagine. glucose tablets? Yes. Little yes. tubes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was all there was then. Yes. Yeah. I know I sound like I'm about no, 400 no, no, years yeah, old. That's right, yeah. But, but so though. I just had a little packet of glucose tablets and I remember right. sort of hitting a bit of a kind of downer. And I was sort of slowing down a bit. And this guy well, back said, in those days, "It was that or a bottle of Lucozade and a packet of wood bars, yeah. wasn't it?" That's yeah, the fizzy, the fizzy Lucozade. Yeah, yeah, with a with a plastic crinkly paper yeah. around it. This will heal meats. And I said that this guy said, "Oh, you, you know, keep going or something or other." And I said, "Oh, I'm feeling a bit tired." I said, "I don't know if I've had, you know, not enough water or too much water or what." Mm. And he just said, "Oh, you know, just keep taking the glucose tablet." So I stuffed a few more down. <laughs> And then when I crossed the line, the time on the clock, to my delight, because I don't, you know, I was just really happy to complete it, was four hours and thirty seconds. Ah, that's a great time. So I was really that's pleased, great. and yeah. I went to work, you know, on the Monday. And as soon as I started telling people, everyone would say, "Oh no, oh god, oh you must be so gutted," and things like that. And I was like, "No," but then it started to sort of, you know, seep into my consciousness that I had to kind of get this sub four hour thing it wasn't just about you it was about everyone else that was really good what's going on up here there's police there's a bit motorbikes and whistles we should probably turn back on that one let's loot the park yeah we're at Hyde Park Corner but unfortunately so is a fairly heavy police presence but what strikes me about that that time I used to I was running a lot in the sort of like mid 80s and stuff before gels, before heart rate monitors. You used to actually wear a little bit of eyeliner, didn't you? <laughs> just nothing. Bangles. Just nothing at all. Just, just, just running. Just running for the fun of it. The average club runner was a bit faster then, in terms of marathon Oh, yeah, times. definitely. Isn't that... What, what is that? 
Do you think that's because now it's more about participation, which is fantastic? Yeah, I think just it's just less people ran. Yeah, I think it's less, but people less people ran, and the people who did run were more just sort of natural, you know, natural selection. Really they were just it. more yes. kind of Running built for it, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now it's become accessible to everybody. Well, and, that has made and what you were yeah. saying about how you've got to do a marathon, I think those days people wouldn't opt for a marathon no, unless they, they were confident it was within their skills. You know, I always, I've said this before, but Dustin Hoffman, a marathon man who's totally into running marathons and training all the time, he's never done a marathon. He's working towards one at some stage. Okay, <laughs> yeah. 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 Whereas now, you'd be like, yeah, I'm a marathon person, I've done 10. You know, and it's, it's, it's completely different. Well, I have to confess to you two that my last marathon was in bar pacing, because I have been a runner's well pacer. Right. And bar an ultra that I did at 53 miles, which you could technically count as two marathons, but I, but I haven't. We would. We okay, would. so yeah, we'll discount all of those. That is two marathons, because it's just slightly <laughs> more than two marathons. Yeah. <laughs> so discounting all of that, my last marathon was in 2009. What? Right. Right. For, for cancer the podcast. <laughs> what are we doing here? Why, why are we even talking What's to this amateur? I've done for ages, no, mate. You can marathons. <laughs> if I can do a, have a little tableau of your disappointment. <laughs> He's not even going to listen to her. Yeah, well, that doesn't matter, does it? Because once you've done it, you've done it. Plus, there's all this pacing and double marathon work. Yeah, what, yeah. What's your longest run ever? My longest run in one day was yeah. uh, the 53 miles. Yeah, that was the Highland Fling. Yeah. In Hilly? The, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's the, and what was that? Sort of along the West Highland Way in, in oh, Scotland. Yeah. I've been on the West Highland Way. Wow. It, uh, it started off really well. Got and to it, get a bit more tiring as it went on, did it? <laughs> it started even up to about 35 miles. I was, I was pretty happy. And I, what I'd done is I'd put little notes to myself in each of my aid station bags. So when I got to my each aid station, I'd collect my little bag, right? Eat my Marmite sandwiches, read a read a, list read a little note saying, you know, remember when you did this, you can do this. And I was yes. feeling all buoyed up and. You know, thinking, oh, yeah, I'm doing really well here. I've got a really good positive mental attitude. And then after about 35 miles, it... The notes just, started to say things like, you yeah. impressive. They just, <laughs> seemed, you they just seemed like mockery, <laughs> you know. You you know I'd, I'd be like, oh, just, you know, tear it into shreds and <laughs> this is cry. What, what I realised from this year's marathon is that this thing about mantras... Yeah, in the tough phase of races, people talk about having a mantra. Yeah, which I'm quite into. I, don't, I quite like that. But I'm resisting the urge to do my joke about old cars, by the way, because they always right. do that. Leave it. Leave it's it. got to be a really simple mantra. Anything yeah. too complicated is just going to confuse and depress and make no sense at all. It's got to be like yeah, not a tongue twister. Absolutely not. It's got to be something really. <laughs> what was yours basic. in the marathon? It was something really angry that I don't, don't actually want to repeat. Oh. <laughs> um, but it was just gave me that. But I think even a really just simple thing, one, like you're saying, just, with, just the, kept me with your notes kept me to going. yourself, is that everything can work both ways, you know? The support of the crowd. Yeah. Oh, it's buoying me up. Oh, and they can leave me alone. Being given a sweet. I don't want a sweet. Thank you so much. You know, it's yin and yang. Everything, you can just, everything is just about as positive and negative as you want it to be. And it's all just a little barometer of where your mind is at that point in the race. I, but I think simplicity is strength. Yeah. And also... Yes. I mean, I think you've got to be prepared to get, get a bit aggressive sometimes to run fast. I mean, for me, it was a new thing. I realised that, yeah, anger it was can be be quite that it was going to be uh, hard. Energizing. Anger is an energy. Yeah. And I was going to have to 
get a bit angry, sort of. Yeah. Well, you which said was something I've never really done before. Well, do you know, there's actually a psychological term for that in sports psychology, and it's called angry resolve. I uh-huh. think that was it. That's and it's that thing where you're that's like, really okay, that's it, you know, stop being such a loser. You've got to, yeah, yeah, you whatever. get angry with yourself, yourself but you turn that, en- that anger into a positive energy. Yes. Whereas sometimes you could just go, God, you're such, a lo- oh, such an idiot, and just be really down on yourself, yeah, and the yeah. anger then turns inwards yes. and it doesn't energise I think yeah. Paul was telling this story just days later there was a real element of defeat within that victory you're like well I'm going to do this and it's going to be the worst thing I've ever done there's always this sense of um, uh, giving yourself up to it you know it wasn't it wasn't a positive moment from the way you told it yeah but it but was it at was. the end it was at the end that's the thing it's all about the end isn't yeah, it? yeah yeah you yeah. have to give yourself there's multiple reasons to to not really Go as hard as you can, isn't there? And they're massively persuade, persuading at the time. Do you know what I mean? They, 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 we talk about the voice of like the slow down voice versus the keep the pace voice, yeah. Well, yeah. the chill out voice versus the and little drive triggers. yourself. Like it was amazing for me when I th- when I found um, when I remembered that in Berlin they had just cups of water because that was it. That was all the excuse I needed to stop running. <laughs> Yeah, because I didn't have proper bottles. Yeah, and I found the bit paper with all my splits on it the other day. And we're talking, you know, I was at 22, 23 miles. I stopped for a drink of water. So, well, I'm not running anymore now. Forget it. Stupid. So that's the point. Thing anyway. Yeah, then yeah. when you start getting angry at the course, I mean, that was me in the Highland Fling. Yeah. Oh, this is ridiculous. This isn't even runnable. I mean, how can they call this a race? It's yes. ridiculous. Yes. You know. Did you have to repeat anything or was it just 53 miles? No, it was 53 miles all in one direction. That sounds, yeah. Yeah. That sounds good fun. Though. But the worst thing was, I mean, I did it with my husband did it too. And uh, so I got a text from him Sorry, I'm at the saying finish. that he'd finished. Yeah, he came oh. fourth. <laughs> He's, he's obviously a fit boy. Oh he? yeah, he's, he's actually, bat, as we speak, he, he is in forth. Wales doing the dragon's back. Get, rather than getting tangled up this, like, is he really? Yeah, he is. He's up there at the moment. He I finished. Think is doing that. That's well, right. He is. Yeah, he yeah. finished day one yesterday. So it's twenty-nine miles. Yeah, yeah. So given that he can do a marathon in like two thirty, right? You'd think, okay, twenty-nine miles took him nine hours and thirty-two minutes. Oh, 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 oh. So, so I this dragon's back is quite a run down. Yeah, Quite up and down. I think it went over Snowden yesterday. So, <laughs> Woo, yeah, that, is that twenty-nine miles a day? It's well, that's the shortest day. Right. Okay. Yeah, long, it's longer today. Oh yeah. So, uh, you've had your walk, so what? Well, you've you, had your nine and a half hour walk. Well, you said that's the longest fifty-three, the longest you run in the day. What's the longest uh, run you've done over over days? I've done the uh, Himalayan hundred mile race. Oh, of course you have. Which is a fantastic you've trip. And is that that's quite a flat course? I've heard. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're a very experienced runner aren't you you've done loads of different distances yeah there's no that getting was a around long time it. ago actually yeah. I did that 17 yeah, years ago the Himalayan one I think we could easily call you an expert yes we're, we're having that well I'm glad you didn't chuck me off the podcast when you realised that I hadn't done a marathon for no, ages no no no, no. I'm, and glad, also, I'm glad that we kept you on now well I can you now definitely redeemed yourself well I can now announce that I'm t- doing a marathon in July oh, oh yeah, yeah which it's one? my which first one? one for a very long time which one are you doing I'm doing the Orkneys Marathon. Oh, wow. Is there some swimming in that? Because obviously they're quite <laughs> small. Gotta I just I'd go and do one where like, no one I know will see me. That's <laughs> going to be great. I've got friends and family in the Orkneys and send them down. Oh, have you? Although, I have to say, I, I, I know because of them that uh, you get yourself a dirty look if you call it the Orkneys. Oh, it's, it's, was it's it Orkney? Orkney? Orkney. Orkney. And I'm doing a gesture here to, uh, to denote inclusivity. Orkney. Right. And when is that? July? It's in July. Yeah, you should come and do it. 
No. We might make <laughs> we might make triple figures because I think there was, there was from London. There yep. was ninety five people in it last year. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We were going to have this debate. <coughs> Let's have it now. About paces. Oh, About yes. Oh, he's got it. It's, are you getting this out and dusting it off? No, no, no. He no, started it's, it. No, it's only because I had... Uh, the editor run as well was around my house on Sunday for me, a Landy, which is a right laugh. We got, I got really drunk. <laughs> two and a half bottles on Sunday. <laughs> it was a two and a half bottle Sunday. God, this is the evangelism yesterday. of running commentary. I felt it's drinking yesterday. and running. It's drinking and no, running. But and at the moment, I'm in this really weird spike of drinking once a week. Massively. It's awful. <laughs> it's not, not that weird. I think sober. it's UK. It's just that you're doing it at home on Sunday instead of out on a Friday. Yeah, it's... it's uh, but anyway... Um, and he was chatting about, about pacing and said, hadn't you had some survey about whether yeah, time was valid with the yeah. pacing? What was it? Talk us through. What, so what we, we did, um, <coughs> we put a, a, a poll out yeah. and we said, is it the same if you achieve a PB with a pacer right. as if you achieved it on your own? On your own? So it wasn't saying, does it count? Because yes. a lot of people got really angry and said, of course it, of course it counts. <laughs> we weren't saying it didn't count. Of course it does. But yeah. we were just saying, is it the same? Yes. And it caused a very, very heated debate and, and lots of, of responses. Yeah. And so that's a successful poll, isn't it? Let's have a heated yeah, debate. Yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, because you've got, you've got paces that come with races. Yeah, so you've got, uh, yeah, like a group... Yeah, you've a group got like pacer, like when we do Runners World, you know, we provide the paces at London yes. Marathon, and you go around with your big yeah, sign. With your big yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then you've got people get, who have and then you've got an individual pacer. pacer. Yeah, yeah. Or you've got a friend who says, "Oh, I'll, you know, you want to do sub one thirty half? I'll, I'll pace take, you around." Yes. Yeah, and it's a weird one, is it? Because obviously, you have run the same time, but for me, part of the process of trying to beat three hours of the marathon, trying to beat certain times, is 
your knowledge of your own body and your pacing and I, the yeah, drama with yeah. that. Like your Particularly own. as part of the training. You know, not just in the, on the day, but in those long runs when you're out you're there just, and then well, just with yourself. Yeah. Assessing exactly who you are as a runner. If you got a PB and let's say you do this 10 mile and Paul paces you. Yeah. And then you get your best time ever. Will it be the same as if you did it on your own? I think it probably would. But the thing is, that, you know, you get into... It's a really good example because me and Paul actually talked about this straight after London, didn't we, Paul? Because we talked about what we're going to do with the rest of the year. And, yes. And, you know, there's always this thing that we run at similar paces, but Paul's obviously significantly faster than me. So if I want to get a good time... He's just he's more a, of a hurry than you. He's the perfect guy, you know, because he could... We're friends could. enough, he could pace me without annoying me. <laughs> well, that's, um, that's oh, to be determined. Yeah. Theoretically. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I've been paced by my husband, actually. But I wouldn't be able to, you know, I wouldn't be able to uh, get someone I didn't know to do it. I mean, that's... This is... You, we're getting off the point because I won't be told, you know, about anything at any given time. <laughs> Bird rail. There's a crow attacking a, a heron. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Whoa. Easy, guys. Easy, easy. It's tough, isn't it? Wildlife. Whew. Yeah, wild. Tough, tough life, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. It's pretty wild out there. I got, I got a picture of that. It's quite exciting. I like it. That was great. It's been really dramatic, hasn't it? So, so yeah, it's but real. it would only ever be him and it still wouldn't work. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's that's sure I'm sure Rob would find it annoying. I go, come on, mate. What are you doing? <laughs> Speed up, mate. Well, yeah. when, when Je- Jeff paced me, it's Jeff was already. trying to pace me to a sub-20... 5k right my husband and which is uh, pretty sharp isn't it that's quite sharp yeah and he didn't speak the whole way he just ran you know he just ran there and he was just slightly kind of just slightly in (laughs) front i love that you're about to be crossing him for not saying anything he didn't say anything he just he just well he was just trying to be unobtrusive but just be there you know so if i kept with him i did 2004 well it's his Uh, fault isn't it was that you not staying with him or was that uh, it wasn't. I don't. I don't know really. I mean, I didn't blame him. I just know when I crossed the line, I just felt a hundred percent confident that I could not have had those four seconds. There's just nothing I could have well, done. That's fair enough. That's a sign so of I felt. Race, but you know, once the, the distance between that time gets bigger and you sort of think, What's look it? back on it, you think, how could I have not done those yes, four seconds? Yes, of course. We've yeah, just yeah, reached yeah. the edge of Narnia. Should we go one around again? Should we do a we quick go? little again? Yeah, yeah. Some, such good value, isn't I it? I think we should Which go so uh, exactly clockwise back around the lake. knows what they're on about. Let me just take a picture of the Narnia lamppost and we'll go we'll around the lake another quick time if that's good for you. Yeah. Are you sure? That's fine. Cool. No, you're telling us stuff. Well, you're marathon training, This is marathon stuff. I am marathon training. Where are you at? How is your Orkney marathon going to go? Well, I think it's probably going to be back to sort of Luton times. Right. <laughs> yeah. I might be looking up at the clock and going, oh, look, just around the four hour mark. I mean, I, I, my, I did my last three marathons that I did three years in a row. I did seven second difference between the three times. So you found your cluster, you found your so range. That, yeah, yes. which was 3.22. Right. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that fascinating that sometimes Speed. you just find yeah. your... I just I couldn't I couldn't knock anything off. I was you know literally get one was a few seconds slower. Then the next year it was like seven seconds faster, but still three twenty two. And you were trying just to get faster. I was you? right. So what was the limit that you found? What you found your own mileage limit? Did you during? That I think it was a mileage limit. Yeah, because the year after that, I I sort of said right now I'm going to up my mileage. Right. And started probably the first time I've ever done you know, sort of regular 40s. Right. And then, like, peaked at about 60. Yeah. And then three or four weeks before the race, got that sort of stone under the heel 
feeling. Oh, all right, okay. Oh, and it was the dreaded plantar fasciitis. Uh, oh. And I was out for a year. Oh. And uh, oh. I think uh, I think 60s. Getting when you get near 60 miles is about my limit, you know. Anything over 50, 55. I think I you found really that this time, it. didn't you? You were aware I of that. Start to really feel it, yeah. Though you had one. That's you had a little bit of a foot that. scare, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I mean it's still sort of sort of rolling on, really. But yeah, it's manageable. Yeah. And it's not planned to facilitate have Yeah. Um, Which is the ME of running injuries. Yes. Yes. But you have got the pleasure. You didn't have the pleasure. But you've got you. I'm wearing toe separators now, and I'm trying to mobilise my foot as much as I can. But it's still. Yeah. I've just got a weakness in in one of my feet, you know. And loads of mileage. You've just got to be careful, aren't you? You're asking a lot of your body, aren't you? Yeah, and also marathon's tough. And what you were saying about different strokes for different folks. I mean, for me, I really think I want to read about the Hanson method because I can always feel. <coughs> my long distance runs for weeks for weeks you know yeah, yeah and, you uh, take you take you don't kind of do the long run Sunday speed work Tuesday you think oh my god I couldn't even possibly do speed work on Tuesday no, no, I'm that's still right. suffering it's from the long run yeah and that's true the fortnight yeah. later you know whereas I know so I've Hansen's done just running it's every a, day but it, a no bit it's less, three it's three times a week but right. each of the three sessions is uh, very tar- you know very specific so it's all quite you know, above marathon pace effort. So you do a very fast long run, don't you? Marathon pace long run, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you only ever go up to 16 miles in yes. the long run. Right, and it okay. also includes, you're kind of, you're, rather than leaving yourself space to really recover, you're training to run when you're tired. Yeah. In the instead, of, instead of sporadic, really long runs, you're just yeah. getting used yeah. to running when tired. Yeah, you don't really do any base base mileage but right. what you do is a lot of cross training all oh, right okay. so your base your 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 sort of aerobic underpinnings coming from cross training right, so okay. you're not loading the and joints. in terms of what you were saying i mean i think this is really interesting i want to try it almost just to see because i'm not saying it's what one should do i feel like lots of mileage and just running is what a true runner should be doing and that's what paul would do but for me I haven't got that distance. I'm much more injurable. And yeah. More yeah. equally, yeah. I have in my own experience, well, I'm a, I'm a sprinty runner, you know. For years, I was just running as fast as I could for as long as I could. Yeah, yeah. And so it might suit you, might it? Yeah. And yeah. after my rib crack, I found how much all my other exercising really helps my run, you know. So it's, my running is kind of less to do with running than his. And yeah, that's, yeah. That's Running's part of, of the overall strategy to get faster at running. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's weird, but it, that's exactly it. Yeah, but well I think it's obviously different for different people. Yeah. I mean, the time when I did the really big mileage building up to the marathon, I was definitely going to get my sub 315, yes. you know, elite qualifying time and all that. And I was really, well, not elite, but, you know, yes, the, yeah, good for the, good, it was. the woman's, the sort woman's, of one. woman's championship yeah. start, sub <laughs> yeah. 315. Right. Just kind of trailing along the back, but yeah, still, but it would be, be nice to... Of course, yeah. And uh, I was going great Looking guns, but I actually... I'm last, I'm last. I was on a sabbatical. So we had three months off. And we just d- dedicated ourselves to, to running. running and and all the sort of cross-training and eating really well. There's something really nice about that, isn't there? But neither of us, you know, I didn't even make the start line. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I was injured. Yeah. And then Jeff made the, made the start line, but I saw him at mile one and I just knew, just looking at him, he looked so flat. Right. I thought, oh God, this isn't going to be good. One. And he did like one of his... 
poorest times. So what is that? Are you overtrained? Would you made yourself a bit stale? Stale. With the I think staleness was the thing. That's fascinating, isn't it? Because yeah, you've got to have contrast in your life, haven't you? And unless you you're an elite athlete, I think sometimes good recreational runners can they, give it yes, too much. They do. They take it too seriously. Yes, yeah. Treat it. It's almost like taking everything that all the elites do and just extrapolating that just taking it yes and applying it to themselves but you've yes. got to think of all the things that those athletes have not just natural ability yes but also you know all the all support the, from all the rest support yeah the rest and the but, but a lot physio of it, and massage i think there's a lot of this in modern life as well it's like when when you know just the the the, the man in the street um has a kind of uh, powdered food supplement to get the right amount of protein it's yeah like, it's, yeah that's not appropriate to your life it's not necessary. No. And you also it overthinking food. it, making it less playful and yep. less... Try to, I find with a lot of people preparing for a marathon, I, I completely understand it. But the design, the overthinking thing, and then you want to experience it before it's there. It's like, what time Get am I going to do? What with, yeah, race yeah. predictions? Yeah. What am I yeah. going to... You know I mean? Instead of creating the space to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Pouring over You're the statistics. The as opposed to turning up as fit as you can having a rest before and see how it goes do you yeah. know what I mean yeah. it's but also like that having a rest before I mean just psychologically it's easy to see that that it's very difficult for us as humans to recognise that you've got to take it easy there was so much conversation about the taper and you know people who know about training and fitness know how to sort of sleep and stopping when you've pushed it hard is important it's obviously it's common sense that it's important but when you're in that place it's so hard to abide by that that's you know? so true and when I looked back at my training diary of that period when the, the, the ill-fated marathon that never happened yeah it's so obvious that I was doing too much. Yeah, and there's right. all these yeah. little mentions of bit tired, felt tight bit today stiff, or like heavy. hip sore yes, or this yeah, or, this yeah. was hurting or yeah. couldn't make my times on track or whatever. But you just weren't listening to those And it was when times. I read it back, I think I cried because I just thought, there it was, staring me just in the face. Yes. Yeah. And I just didn't see it until it was way too late. Yeah, it's that sort of... And the recreational runners who have sort of elite coaches advising them and really intense dietary plans and yeah listen for some of them it works but it can get a bit that pressure that you've that collective pressure you feel before a big marathon everyone's got this pressure so yeah they're yeah. really scared before the race yeah, yeah. just Keep want to remember that the it's joy that it's really simple what we're doing yeah and that's what we're doing to now do but a little bit quicker yeah, you know, yeah we yeah. like running and we're here to run you know that's it well we play a lot of games at rye runners yeah and uh you know they're the sort of games that that you would probably give to kids if you were coaching kids right but adults love them as well you know yeah, games yeah. where and you're working on you know agility and balance and coordination sounds and all fantastic. that sort of thing sounds great, yeah. but you're just playing really yes, yeah. and it brings out that kind of that thing of like when you're a kid you spend the whole time either chasing someone or being chased don't yes, you yeah. kiss chase and it and you all those games play kiss chase at training <laughs> that sounds great yeah. let's get down to right <laughs> <laughs> we play British Bulldog. Yeah, oh, I remember oh, that. what a game. Yeah. I remember that. That's it's funny, great. isn't it, when you find that spirit of players are growing up. It's really important and it is easy to lose. <laughs> it is. And I mean, I know some people like it less 
And you can see occasionally there's the odd, the odd sort of eyebrow story. being raised. Yeah, and you yeah. probably think, oh, come on, let's just get on with the run. But, you know, you're not just doing it for no purpose. You are, it's part of your warm-up. It's part of a warm-up, yes. You're yeah. moving in lots of Definitely. different directions instead of just this linear yes. sort of sagittal plane. Everything's forward, forward, forward. Yeah. You know, if you've suddenly got to only move sideways and run away from it's someone, yeah, it's just like this. But it's also like, like a this, or life, backwards and... Yeah, it just it just kind of takes you out of that. And we'll do that sideways one again. There she goes. She's running sideways. Uh, and, we're, and we're back to the oh, kind of <laughs> but also, playful you know, mixing of paces as well that we started yeah, off talking that's about. That's right. But the great thing about that, and I'm hoping, and maybe there's a life lesson here. I'm probably not being very objective, but if someone's saying they've got, you know, I take my run more seriously than that. Let's get to the running. You can say to them. No, this is three-dimensional training, and you're not accessing it. Yeah. And the hope, maybe that's a metaphor for life, when someone says, you know, I haven't got time for comedy, you know. I'm doing serious things with my life, or, or whatever else, you know. And you can say, well, I'm more flexible, I'm more playful. It's, uh, and that, helps you in a, that also helps you in a race, because things happen in races that are out of your control. Yes. And you can get really stressed by that, or you can just find a way through it by... Not engaging with it yeah. as intensely. Do you know what I mean? The, yeah, the and weather might finding, be wrong yeah, finding be. some humour in it, yes. just yeah. seeing the funny side of. Well, something that's come up loads for us um, is this idea of comparing a marathon to uh, to having a baby, and uh, and when you have a birth plan, and uh, you know you either it's good to have one, but then it doesn't happen. But, you know, that baby's coming out anyway. You're going to get to the finish line anyway. You're going to finish it. It's going to be fine. And uh, I think that the comparison is, is interesting because it's just, that, that's exactly that. It's like something's going to happen. have a plan, but ex- if, yes, except, except it, it might it just might, might, go out the window. It. Yeah. But we never got to the real crux of who has got the best column in Runner's World because <laughs> we're on, often on double pages. Yeah. We? We've, got, we've yeah. got Murphy's Law and we've got Tonk Talks and... Maybe we should have a poll on that maybe before. Yeah. The, uh, oh, God. Which, yeah. An elimination <laughs> elimination game. <laughs> Vote for your favourite you, columnist. Do you enjoy doing the column? I must say I love it. I so do it's really enjoy it. It's only once a month, but I absolutely adore it. Yeah, them. yeah. I like it because a lot of the stuff that I'm writing about is, is you know, technical. and right. So it might be, you know, explaining the science behind, you know, pain and suffering or the science behind heart health and running. Um, it might be some sort of, you know, training structure stuff. Mm. So to be able to just write about how running affects your life and how your life affects your running and the kind of personal and emotional side of that things. That was very nicely put. I really, I really love doing that. Yeah, yeah no, I, I really like it. Yeah, I like uh, my colour as I... Rob's colour's really good. So <laughs> let, let's give a quick look to books because they're great intro books into the marathon thing. They're really... They're really how-to books, well, aren't they? Yeah, really I mean, I think the difference... Which one would you start with if you're going to get... You've, you've done your seven. Which one... Well, for, as a, for, a, I mean, for a beginner runner, Run for Life is is the sort of... Hopefully, not just the, the kind of how-to, but why, okay. and trying to kind of hook you in and get right. you to go, God, I want some of this. This yeah, sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah, okay, Run cool. for Life. Run for Life. Run for Life, cool. And then the, the marathon one, From I didn't do it by... Yeah, I don't kind of do the... The sort of, what do you want to do? Three hours or you want to do three and a half? Well, I'll have the three and a half hour plan, please. Because right. I just don't believe that works. No. So it's based on how much time you've got to train. So you've got your real world, your bare minimum right. and your ideal world. Mm-hmm. And okay. so it's based on that. And, and I can't and that predict that. What we've developed on this is that I, we, we're saying that when you get near to a run, you have your, um, what's, what do we say? Oh, the, uh, is it the three uh, goals? Gold, silver, bronze. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is it, that's like that, isn't it? That's the, it like is. That at the end yeah. than that so if you might be going, you might train, you might choose to do the ideal world program and then something 
goes wrong at work mm. and you, you know the shit hits the fan you've got no time so then you can just move to bare minimum for a few weeks mm. yeah, mm. Yeah. at least you know you're ticking over and then yeah. you can you're go back that, to you've that you've got a kind of margin to work yeah, within that's yeah. brilliant. brilliant and then you can't predict you know just because someone wants to do sub 330 whatever it doesn't mean they can and you have to know where they are now you have to know you know what they're natural strengths and weaknesses are how long they've got to train how committed mm. they are all mm. of those things mm. so i just think to do plans that are based entirely on a specific time is less realistic than yeah, doing it according to yeah. like well this is what you can put into it and then you'll get the best that you can get out mm. of it mm. yeah it can be a bit reductive so. can't it yeah well, yeah. look, how can people get in touch with you on social media then? You're on the old Twitter, aren't you? I'm Twitter. on Twitter, yeah. I'm at, um, at Sam Murphy Runs. Okay. Brilliant. Okay, cool. We'll do that. Well, listen, thanks a lot. This has been great. It's been Taking fantastic. your picture because th- he's in it's all the It's been a pleasure. Pictures. Yeah, it's been really good. Yeah, fun. thanks for coming Simple out Simple concept, today. isn't it? Running a chat, isn't it? It's yeah, it's really great. Good. Yeah. Well, have a... Really uh, good. Have a bar. Have a naked bar. Yeah, have a bar. Look, look, we have sweets and good-looking Orkney. Good yes. Looking Orkney oh, thank you. Oh, well, yeah, but before, are we still on air? We're still on there, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, you mentioned... Oh, what, the steeplechase? Uh, yes. When is that? That's June, I don't know if June I can do the 18th. That's, that's a long run, though, isn't it? It I is might, a long oh, run. Listen, let me have a look. Go on! No I'm, pressure. <laughs> I'm doing the Golden Stag Mile on June the 22nd. I made, I've, I've been, after the marathon, I've been kind of, not running that much, really, but doing a lot of speed stuff. I thought I'm going right, to spend so six gonna weeks going really how, quick, so I'm yeah, going to see how yeah. quick I can do a mile. But yeah. if it fits and I'm there, then I'll do it. It sounds yeah, good fun. Yeah. It sounds really good fun. It does sound great, doesn't it? Give that race a plug, though, because it, it, it sounds really good fun when we're talking about it on June the, the 18th. Steeplechase. Yeah, so it's the, the Red Bull Steeplechase, and uh, it's an elimination race. So you, it's broken into four stages, and everyone sets off, and only the first X number of each gender who get there first, carry on, and then everyone oh, else, you I get, see, you get kind of eliminated. Out. And then, so when it gets to the end, I think there's only like 25 left of each gender or something. So just it's like for that a cross-country trail race yeah. in, in Devon, isn't it? It's Wait. in Devon, yeah. Right. So it's in um, Limbeth, it starts, in North Devon. It's in Devon, it's in Devon, and, and, and your heart beats so that you can hardly speak. <laughs> Do you see what I did? Because like exercise also <laughs> like the song Cheek to Cheek. And, Never uh, mind. And, uh, and what, how long's a race? That the end? If you do all of it, it's about 23 miles, but nice, I mean, I'm nice. going into it fully expecting not to, you know, I'll be quite horrified <laughs> if I have to do 23 <laughs> yeah, yeah, miles. Yeah, I'm expecting Please to hopefully me. do about 14. Right. That or maybe really the next bit. I'm not sure. Okay. But, well, um, let, let's do this again and you tell us about those runs. Because, you great. know, now we've heard about that. I yeah, and, about the, that and, and being the 96th person in the Orkney Marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Always looking over your shoulder expecting yourself There's to no be last. There's no one behind. That. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, and, pleasure. Uh, listeners, Been come great. and talk to us. Sam Murphy Runs, Run Compod, um, or, or Carrier Pelican. Just get in touch. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Captain Punta 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 Punta